Hey everyone, welcome to the Self-Awareness Journey Podcast. I'm Melissa Albers. And I'm JJ Parker. This podcast is for seekers, seekers of happiness and joy, seekers of a centered approach to success in life, seekers of their true authentic selves. Get ready for some real talk on everything from anxiety, emotions, and habits to love, compassion, and forgiveness. We know you'll be challenged and enlightened by this conversation. We're so glad you're here. Let's dive in. So, Melissa, I'm super, uh, I got really obsessed this morning about this idea that I saw on a LinkedIn post. And now for the life of me, I can't find the stupid LinkedIn post. <laughs> so I, do you know that feeling? I hate that. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> I thought maybe so, it was just me being silly that threw you off this morning. <laughs> no. Um, no, so I woke up ready to, I, I woke up this morning to get ready for the pod. Like yep. I do every single Friday. Yes. And I'm like, just kind of scrolling through LinkedIn, catching up on some stuff real quick. And there was this headline that really caught me. Okay. And I'm going to butcher it a little bit and I'm going to go try to find this article later. So I'm not holding any like, all right. Yeah. Okay. You know, I'm not holding, my... I'm not holding you hostage <laughs> to the right language or <laughs> to title. The right, to the right anything. Yeah. Okay. It's fine. But the headline was something like um, that COVID, post-COVID, is causing our our upcoming recession, okay? Now, you might think about that a little bit like, okay, well, that who knows? I might, there might be some economics at play. Okay. The sub-headline was that the reason this is happening is because people are having a hard time adjusting back to a post-COVID reality like workflow and reality. And no one knows how to deal with post-COVID. We're not over COVID. Like, we're technically kind of over the virus part of COVID. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we have not well, figured not out- Well, not over the virus, the... but over the pandemic part of the virus. The, okay, yeah. yeah, you're right. Yeah. We're over the pandemic part of the the virus, but like, but we're not mentally- no past it no we're not and I this totally agree is with you. causing the problem with just just anxiety running amok mm -hmm. and possibly because when you look when you look at the economic things in the past right you know all the economic ups and downs right and and our economy itself and the stock market and all of that stuff mm -hmm. that is a fabrication of us humans Mm -hmm. Us humans are emotional, and those things are emotional responses. Those oh, ups and manifestations, downs. you mean. Those are all manifestations yeah. of our emotions. Yes, I 100% yes. agree so, with you. So, like, there's lots of articles that'll talk about the stock market ups and downs being more tied to human emo emotional yeah. like, responses yep. and logic, like we like to think it's based off of. <laughs> we, some people, we, you got a frog in your pocket. <laughs> Not us. Yeah. <laughs> so what, I just wanted to talk to you about that for a little bit because I thought that was, I thought that was kind of amazing to see like a more mainstream headline right. calling out that the, up, okay, maybe, who knows if we're going to have one or not, right. but an upcoming recession would be caused more by people's inability to adapt to the new post-COVID reality. Oh, well said. Yeah, very well said. Um, yeah, 100% people are having a hard time. Whether they're having a hard time or they're just, um, it's a confusion. 
there's a confusion. Oh, that's a good way to put it. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're right. Like some people, I agree with you. It's not like, like, it's not like we're not falling off the edge. Right. It's It's, not like we're not equipped. It's not like we don't know how to solve problems. It's not like we don't know how to be analytical and logical to push our way through whatever is the, 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 you know, whatever the obstacle du jour. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's as simple as that. And I think everyone is starting to recognize that mm. in a deeper way. Um, I don't think people are responding um, in a common way. And that's what's throwing everybody else off. Oh, yeah. Like like people are doing things that, that normally like you could predict kind yes. of what people do. Yeah. Because human behavior is fairly predictable, but now it's not as predictable. So it throws off all of our little prediction engines, like how we run the economy. Yeah. For example, look at employee engagement. Look at people Mm. hiring. At LinkedIn, about every 30 seconds is releasing another article about employee engagement. About every 30 seconds. Jeez, it's like... (laughs) You know, in quite and, a factory over there. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are really good. What's your marketing department? The self awareness journey could use some of that. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um, but I don't think people are re- responding in common ways to anything. So, for example, um, before the pandemic, if you were unhappy in your job, you just mm-hmm. shut your mouth and you quit and stayed. You mm. put up with things that were uncomfortable yeah, yeah. or that you didn't feel good. Um, now your emotional system is more aware and firing off in ways that you maybe can't predict or you don't actually, it, that confuses you because mm-hmm. you still feel like yourself, but then you have all these confusing ideas and feelings in situations where normally you would respond in a certain way and now you're, you're not and, and it's confusing and it actually is pushing people into getting actually depressed or getting really Mm -hmm. anxious because they don't even know how they are themselves going to respond in certain situations now, or certainly it's more heightened. That's kind of interesting. Like what would bring, what would make me uncomfortable the most is a little thing that you just said. It's like, like I generally know how I'm going to behave in situations, but if I'm now in a situation where I don't actually really know how I'm going to behave. Right. It gets very uncomfortable. Yeah. Even as something as simple as, this is going to sound funny that I use the word simple, but look at people getting COVID. Mm-hmm. Okay, just use that as an example. People are used to getting sick. People mm-hmm. are used to getting viruses. When you get strep throat, you get a sore throat mm-hmm. or you throw up. When mm-hmm. you have the stomach flu, these are the feelings that you have. Yep. When you have pneumonia, these are the symptoms. Well, even in this situation, we had no idea. Mm. And so there was this fear factor, this emotional side of getting COVID, which caused great fear. What yeah. if? What if yeah. I'm someone that gets really sick? Or what are my symptoms going to be? And how am I going to know? What if I don't have any symptoms and I have it? So it's all these unknown things that pushed our system into this de facto I don't recognize myself and maybe I'm mm-hmm. not me anymore, fear, mm. which then creates a whole body of human beings doing that, trying to live in our normal way of being and it doesn't work. Yeah, yeah. I, this, I, I, love, I love this concept that, that post-COVID is confusing. Yes. Uh, like you said it really well. Like that's about the best description yeah. I, I've ever heard because 
it's not just confusing as far as like yourself, you know, like mm-hmm. the like being sick and how yeah. I deal with yeah. some of these yeah. different things. Um, it's it's confusing at work, mm-hmm. right? Like, like there is this whole like remote work confusion. Oh, it's, and it's, it's some people want to stay home and work from home, and mm-hmm. some managers really want the people back in the office, and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's like. What side do I choose? Uh, you know, do I listen to my what I what I personally want, or do I just go back to default doing what my manager tells me to do? Right. right. Uh, it's very it's very confusing. And then you have people who ha- didn't like their job and they just quit, or right. just don't work anymore, and that's confusing. That throws off your whole life rhythm. Right. And and then and so then again, you talk about confusion what about the confusion about people even responding to certain things like okay it's time to go back to work so you have two camps i'll mm-hmm. do that remotely partially remotely and then you have the we have to be in our office full time or else we don't have our culture now if you just look at those two things we've been talking about those two things ad nauseum but what if you considered it like this what if you said well i want to be a remote worker but not for any of the reasons all these other people are saying. And that's confusing. Mm. I don't want to be lumped in the yeah, case with, right. I don't want to be in my office. I don't mind being in my office. I just like being home more. I don't yeah. I don't like this idea that now that I'm lumped in, because it causes me confusion. I don't understand why the people feel the way they do about this topic. <laughs> Even though I'm on the same page with them, I don't agree with their reasons or it confuses yeah, yeah. me. So it's there's just so much of that. Um, yeah. And and. Like, just to give you another example, I keep thinking about this. We keep saying that maybe we're hitting a recession, maybe we're hitting a recession. But the one Mm -hmm. thing that's very, very different about this is that we also have many, many jobs open, Mm -hmm. which is not typical. So that is supply chain problems. We have inflation. We have have all these things that you don't normally have during a recession, which is causing great confusion. Yeah. The other thing that we have is an all-time high in anxiety. Yes. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I think that's probably, the. I think, like, back to that article, I think that's mm-hmm. the most dangerous thing we can have. Yeah. JJ's referring to an article that we're going to riff on here in one of our pods. No, no, up. I'm referring to the one I saw this morning. Oh, this morning. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, oh, yeah. oh. Yeah. Oh, the, got it. Right, because that was about, yeah. like, how, how, how the anxiety, how anxiety is the the post-COVID anxiety yeah. that people's the driver right. of, of the economic change, not not right. any other resource limitation. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it is. It's a, um, and, and here's the thing that I keep thinking about, and I don't know how to, I don't know how to articulate this well. I think that you and I constantly talk about checking in with your own feelings. We talk mm-hmm. about and we haven't for a while, but the true basis of the self-awareness journey is having a centered self where mm-hmm. your emotions, your thoughts, your feelings, your your physical character, your spiritual beliefs are in alignment with yourself. And when you have to act, when you f- have to feel yourself um, acting something out of that, if you think differently than how you feel, if you talk differently than how you think, it's not creating alignment, and so you're not centered. And when you're not centered, you have a wobble. And mm-hmm. when you have a wobble, 
you have two choices. You can either go within to stabilize your wob- wobble, which is what mm-hmm. we're, you and I are always talking about. Have more awareness. Mm-hmm. Just come back to yourself. Or you look for other people to stop your wobble. You look mm. for group think. You look for people that feel or act or look like you to give you a sense of normalcy or a sense of centeredness. But that mm-hmm. is simply an illusion. But herein is the crux of this issue. When we constantly seek other people to validate and make us feel better, in a time of confusion, it simply creates more. Mm. And confusion creates anxiety. Yeah. Awesome. I think the self-awareness journey just solved all economic problems. (laughs) Well, see? Tell your friends. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> news clip at 11 we should have t-shirts yeah. we should get some t-shirts <laughs> oh now we're not going to sound at all like those crazy podcast people that are <laughs> spouting off like oh we just fixed the world of the economy <laughs> now what True should we feelings. go after what should we yeah, just go. <laughs> <laughs> no i i totally agree i just it is it is a very interesting it's just interesting to me to 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 kind of be working on this kind of yeah. stuff and really thinking about, yeah, like anxiety and how that you know we. I just think it's fascinating. We talk about how it impacts ourselves a lot because yeah. we believe it's like, like, work on yourself first, then you can help others. You know, it's the, it's the, um, oxygen mask mm-hmm. in the airplane. Yeah, strategy. Yeah, um, and I just like this idea that zooming that out real far to say hey this national or global Mm -hmm. anxiety Mm -hmm. is causing the the, all these other big ruckuses in the world yeah right well that's not like a a new idea certainly but it really struck me that like you said this post-covid confusion that we're in Mm -hmm is going to cause all sorts of things that we don't expect. Well, you know, and I and we've been we talked about two very common examples, but I think there's some other things that we should talk about in this in this topic. One of them is kids. Um mm-hmm. kids and young adults. So, I always have one or two college or post-college kids that I keep kind of close. Every year there just seems to be some that crop up and I just sort mm-hmm. of sort of mentor along and follow like along. Like not your own kids. These are random kids. Yeah, these are other kids. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. My kids are kind of done with me doing that. Stop yeah. that. Stop coaching me. I just want you to be my mom and make a sandwich. Um, <laughs> um, no, but I would say that there's there's a huge amount of confusion for these children too. You know? Um, totally. And I think that these kids, if you think about how we grew up, even though things are not ever perfect... There's mm-hmm. a sense of uh, security in the normalcy of life. There's a sense of being, and mm-hmm. and you don't question your safety when everything stays relatively the same all the way through high school and college. So that is that's interesting because you said the way we grew up, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, now there are going to be people older than us, mm-hmm. believe it or not. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Did you say, what? 
<laughs> uh, scrubbing I, my dentures. I, I couldn't the, carry I you just, over the... the exactly. <laughs> the thing is, growing up through, I mean, I'll say the late 70s, but but uh, the Vietnam War was happening like mm-hmm. towards the end there. And I, you, I don't know if, like, I certainly don't remember mm-hmm. the Vietnam War. I mean, mm-hmm. we would have been pretty young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but... Growing up generally through the 80s mm-hmm. is very stable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, the time between from the Vietnam War ended in the late 70s to what, 94 when Desert Storm happened or 92. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But even that event was like a single event. So it was a single event and it was so dominantly won yes. by the United States. Yeah. I mean, it was like that whole, oh, shock and awe, boom, yeah. look at all, right? Shock and awe, I'd, yeah, exactly. I remember that. Um, yeah. But I would say that my childhood in that way was extremely stable. Yeah, yeah. Right? And, Unlike and, previous generations that had world wars. <laughs> yeah, but even- And that were being drafted at right. 18 years old right. and all of this stuff, right? Yeah. That's a whole different generation. Now- these things kind of repeat themselves as we've mm-hmm. done like studies of generations, right? Yeah. So now you're like you're saying is we've got a generation that went through a thing. Yeah. And um, I'm actually going to expand the statement and say when you're talking exactly like you just did. So I'm a, I'm older than you, um, 10 years older than you, actually, I think. Mm-hmm. Thank you for not throwing that throwing that out there. I'm 10 <laughs> years older than you. Um, but I think that even when we are growing up and even the generation before us, and a generation before mm-hmm. us, before that, there were major things, maybe a thing that happened, but the security and stability of your life was fairly obvious, even mm. if it like, so I always talk about not being in a really healthy family existence, right? With divorce and my mom and stuff like that. But you know what? It was stable because it was very predictable. Mm-hmm. It was very predictable. And if something mm. happened, it was a single event. Oh, look, there's a war. Oh, look, there's like... Nuclear bombs were the thing that I was so afraid oh, right. of when I was a kid. I remember on yep. the cover of Time, and I would I lost sleep about that as a child because that really scared me. It was a single thing. Now you look at our kids, our children, even young college age, uh, young adults have had whiplash over the number of traumatic things that happened within four years, three, mm-hmm. four years. And I think that that is something that we are going to see a long, long fallout of because of mm. all the things that were created as a result of that. It isn't just there. What do I do for a living? Oh, how much does a house cost? Three times what it did 10 years ago? I can't buy that. Oh, how much money do I have to make? Well, what does that even mean? I've never even gotten to work at McDonald's because it was closed for do you know what right. I mean? It's just like yeah, there's so yeah. many things like that, even from a young person's perspective. I can't believe I just used the phrase young person, young person. <laughs> but it's true, though. Um, and I and I and so I think that that is why at the core root of this, we're having such anxiety with children. Mm-hmm. Why that's and then they're and the, and now they can't even go to school. And the worst thing they have to worry about is getting punched in recess. You know? Yeah, no, they have to worry. Way bigger They have things. to worry about way, way bigger things. Like, yeah. I mean, it is it is kind of crazy. Like, this last oh, this week, our school was on lockdown because, like, my kids' schools yeah. were on lockdown because, like, uh, I don't know. There's some. There was a suspected 
like murderer roaming around somewhere in the cities mm-hmm. now like i get i don't i, I mean i don't want to expose yeah. my kids to like random murders that are running around but also right in our like hyper information age mm-hmm. where everything can instantly mm-hmm. like lock down i mean the suspect was like literally like 50 miles from our kid's school. Like, mm-hmm. why do you like that school down there? Yeah. Like, it's not going to, like, mm-hmm. teleport. Yeah, like, everybody's the afraid of not doing the right thing, but no yeah. one knows exactly what the right thing is because it it's just confusing. just pulls up the anxiety yeah. cycle, yeah. right? But you're right. Because it's confusing, we don't know how to respond. Yes. Like, now we have the information, but we don't really know how to respond properly to the exactly. information. It's just like, do we and go back to so work or not? it so fast that we don't. Mm-hmm. Take yeah, we don't take time to figure out how to deal with it. Yeah, everything is in a major, so major shift. Yeah, it is. It, it, there's well, just a million examples, well, and we could keep going, but I don't think we should because we might end up getting very anxious and depressed just by the end of this podcast. I know, right? Yeah, one of the <laughs> oh. things I always said during COVID is like, we'll see. I mean, to be determined how this whole generation of kids acts as adults. I mean, it's not going to be the way we act. No, it's <laughs> I mean not. they're going to have such different drivers, and, and it's a different way of looking at at life and family and work, right. and uh, and just kind of to be determined how they're going to be able to deal with mm-hmm. with that transition into adulthood. Yeah, and I I just think that I'm so glad that mainstream LinkedIn and other news places and other mm-hmm. more visible, um, logical types of environments are starting to talk more about people's reactions and responses and emotions um, because that's at the key of all of this. And it's just like I've said in previous pods, you and I have, I actually would say, a responsibility to Mm. continue to work on ourselves. And we have a responsibility to our tribe. And mm-hmm. we have hundreds of listeners, maybe thousands, you know, we don't, mm-hmm. a week, we don't know, we actually don't know, <laughs> yeah. but that's a side note. Podcast stats suck, that's all you're saying. <laughs> we know we've got I mean, several start, hundreds. Like, they're hard to figure out. Yeah. They're hard to okay. figure out. <laughs> but, but, the, but the thing is this, is we have a large group of people who feel very similar as mm-hmm. we do in terms of awareness is the key to everything. Self-awareness is the place that we have all of our capacity and ability to help ourselves feel better and to help everyone around us by Mm. this idea that checking in with ourselves, we are already fully resourced to help ourselves feel better. Yes, everything is scary and confusing. Whatever you put your attention to grows so rather than just focusing only on that, and yes, it's pervasive and it's everywhere and it's hard not to, at least give the positive equal time. What is it that you can do today to create some sort of normalcy for yourself? Um, mm-hmm. Contentment. You know, how can you create contentment in just something very simple and very here and now and today? I think that's really key to all of this and showing children how to do the same thing children Mm -hmm. have amazing capacities far greater than adults to accept and adapt um and i would like to think that we can help that along a little bit to restabilize our communities yeah yeah well stated 
Well, thanks for like thinking that through with me. Yeah. I, was, I wasn't going to get past that this morning until I had I a thinking partner get through that. <laughs> I know. I knew you had something on your mind because um, for anyone listening, when you when you start a podcast, you have to sign in, right? And and we always just usually sign in our first name. And today, to be funny, I signed in as Rufus Xavier Sasparilla. And I thought JJ would get a big kick out of that from the Schoolhouse Rock days. But he yeah. hard, he just went, oh, I wasn't nice. having it. I'm like, we got to talk about this one thing. I can't get <laughs> yeah. off my mind. You're like, let's go. Oh, nice name. Okay, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even tell you the, the, the idea or the topic. I'm like, record. Now we're going to do this. Oh, it was awesome. <laughs> Did you enjoy this episode? Please go to your favorite podcast platform to subscribe, rate, and leave a review so others can discover it as well. Growing self-awareness is a lifelong journey and there's always further to go. And it's better when we're all in it together. Please think of someone you know who could benefit from hearing today's conversation and share this episode with them. We can't thank you enough for listening. Until next time, happy exploring, seekers.